it's still no format February, or at least throw a wrench in the format February. I'm going to be starting a series in the recommended listening segment leading into the Sunshine Summit in March. I'm going to be featuring all of the guests coming up, and I might even just talk about myself for a bit. But this week, I'm, I'm, and I'm going to be stacking them because we've only got a few weeks to go and I've got a lot of people to go through. So everything's getting a, a, a twist this week, even down to news stories that are not what you think they are at the start. So let's get on with the stuff and get the show going. Because everything is not what it seems. Leading on that podcast in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Odetta Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. And, and if you're new to the show, well, that just means that I, I don't stick with one kind of thing, really. I tell some personal stories and rants, I make fun of some weird news stuff, and I'd like to pitch to you a podcast that I think you need to be checking out, because I my brain just can't handle doing one thing for the whole show. But here's the deal. So I, I, and I, like I said at the beginning, I've kind of, I've, the only part of this week's show that I knew going into the start of the week was the recommended listening feature, which if you've listened before, I've always said that's probably the hardest part of the show for me because I have to actually think about it. I have to actually kind of do a little bit of work. This was the one that after I did last week's show, and I've, and I've been talking to, to Heather from Sunshine and Power Cuts a, a lot this week, actually, especially after doing that whole feature last week. Uh, there's a lot of talking with her about the, the Sunshine Summit coming up and I'm, I'm excited for it and, and how I've been doing a lot of, I've been trying to push this and, and a lot on and social media and stuff too. Uh, but as you kind of hit me, I was like, you know what? I can spend the rest of the time going up to the summit featuring all kind of putting more time into the rest of the guests that are going to be part of this. So I, I decided to do that, but that's, you know, that that's all coming up later, but it, it was kind of a, a funny thing this whole week. And I didn't really think about it too much until like the last day or so, but this whole week I've, I've, <laughs> If you, if you've listened to the show enough, you know, I get ranty. I, I tend to, you know, I, I call it, I call an idiot an idiot. And I, and I call, and I, I do stupid stuff and I say stupid stuff and I rant and I bitch and I moan and I, and I yell and blah, 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 and all that sort of stuff. I, I generally, uh, I, and I, I say I try to keep, uh, an image of being a little spiky, maybe, but, in the last week, there have been a few in some of the Facebook groups and things that I'm part of where things like questions were asked about like, you know, who are like somebody kind of had a, a thread going saying there's a lot of negativity in some of the groups, which there are. There are some of the, the podcast or Facebook groups where people shit on each other. And uh, there was one that I was part of where the mods were condescending assholes. So I fucking left. But. That all aside, there's there's some people that are really shitty in some of the groups, 
and there are some there's some groups where there's a lot of negativity that gets thrown around uh you know when you start getting thousands of people in a group together somewhere in there are some assholes somewhere in there are some people that are going to you know they're going to push the buttons they're going to they're going to troll people they're going to be shitty to other people and so so yeah this person and I believe it was actually Hannah from Film Roast if I'm remembering right who I will be talking about at a later time. But anyway, she said that like, Hey, you know, there's all this negativity uh, where, you know, who are some of your favorite people? Let's you know, let's spread some love and some positivity and people that you think are really great in the space. And because she's such a sweet person, uh, Emily Porokop from the story behind mentioned me, which was like, and basically, you know, mounted to saying that I'm just because, and I think it a lot has to do with like my recommended listening segment. And I try to do a lot to support the, a lot of the, the indie shows that I listen to. And a lot of these people have become friends of mine. And so like, I don't have friends. My friends are my podcaster friends, but she, you know, mentioned me in her, her comment on this thread and, and Heather from uh, sunshine and power cuts. And like suddenly comments start popping up like people agreeing like josh who is the producer from uh karen and ellen letters and our americana um and like and um uh, uh, lisa from i shake my head and i was like fuck <laughs> all these people are saying nice things about me what the hell did i do um and it just and of course heather chimed in because heather's the like sweetest person in the world and it was, it was so funny like, that all these people are saying all these nice things about me where for the most part, my show is primarily bitching and making fun of shit. Minus this little happy bit at the end where I, I say nice things about other people's shows. And I was like, well, damn, <laughs> it's like making me feel like an asshole for feeling like an asshole. But and it was, it was, and I realized that I've basically for all of my spikiness here and my making fun of shit and calling people out on their stupidity and, and swearing and ranting and bitching and all of that stuff, I oddly have established like a reputation for being this really nice person. And I'm kind of like, well, what, how the fuck did I do that? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm and I have to kind of accept that I'm not a shitty person. I'm not. And it's like, I'm a, I'm maybe a little spiky and maybe sometimes I, I will say I probably have viewpoints on things and I may have a way at least here of expressing things. And again, it's calling a dumbass a dumbass. Things like that. Very red foreman when you think about it. But, uh, I, I just, but I, I feel like there's no reason to be shitty to people. There's no reason to, like, why? I guess fundamentally, and I guess my parents did a good job of, ultimately, I'm a good person and I don't want to see people hurt. And I like to make people feel better about themselves. And I think that's, in in my case, it's like my, my draw to comedy, where I'd be a stand-up comic if I had the patience for it and I maybe started getting into it 10 years ago. You know, had I started trying to get into comedy when I was single and all of that stuff back when I would, you know, crippling stage fright, shit like that. But for me, I've always just like, I like making people laugh. 
And oddly enough, my little, my, my ranting, raving bitchiness here is the best way that I know. Okay. It's the best outlet I have to make people laugh and, and cracking stupid, really cheap, low hanging jokes at people. And if you think I'm bad here, you should just hear Rihanna and I, uh, go at it. We are just, you know, flinging that low hanging fruit at each other all the time. Um, Sidebar, if you are curious, if you were somebody who listened to mom and dad cuss, uh, I do not, I'm going to outright say this right now, I do not know the total status of that show. Uh, and I've said before, I've said on this show, I've said on that show, that's Rihanna's show. That is, that is her show. I'm, I'm the producer. I'm, I'm the, I'm the behind the scenes guy on that. I am the John Buchanan to her, she podcast. Um, I, yeah, it's like, I chime in, I'm, I'm, I'm conversation, but it's her show for me and right. And it's, so it's, it's really up to her if we do the show, but also because of her going back to school and all this stuff, her work, like work and classwork schedule and homework and all this really makes it difficult to record. And I'm not going to push the issue. So I said, if you do listen, we haven't had a show in about two months and I'm not going to push it on her. But if she says, hey, if she's up for it and wants to keep doing the show, I don't know whether or not we are going to continue that show or not. We may, we may not. We may just let it go. May do a final send off. I don't know. I haven't talked to her about it. It's just kind of something that's popped up in my head. It's like there are still people that listen crazy enough we haven't done a new show in two months but people still i still get downloads for that show every day because that show's funnier than i am what can i say i'm funnier with her than i am by myself but sidebar over anyway <laughs> but yeah I, I i enjoy making people laugh i've always enjoyed making people laugh and again and this this is my only outlet to do that and, and when you look at some of the stuff in the news and just weird stories that I can put a, I can have a, a funny way of telling a stupid story, even if I'm the joke. But it, it I, the fact that I have suddenly established this reputation as a really nice person, even though I'm, what I do on this show isn't really the nicest other than the, the recommended listening feature. But I, it was weird to me. I was like, everybody, I've, I've basically, I'm a nice person, apparently, in the podcasting world, in the in the podcasting like ecosphere, and everybody knows me to be this really nice person. And I'm like, well, fuck, that's not what I was going for at all, was it? <laughs> but it's okay, I guess, because I'm not a shitty person. I'm not, and and I know that, but. I guess I've always kind of seen myself as more abrasive than I really am, maybe. And it may just be because I'm a, a you know, more introverted and I generally antisocial. I was like, I don't want to deal with people go away. But because I'm not a shitty person, I'm not going to tell you to fuck off to your face. That's kind of it, I guess. And, and, and I'm not saying that I, you know, all of my, like the podcast people that I'm, I'm connecting with that I'm like, ah, leave me alone. It's more of, I think in, in direct human interaction, social circles, you stay over there. I'm going to stay over here. 
with people I don't know. I need to know you. I need to bring you into my bubble. And once I bring you into my bubble, then it's like we're here, we're here on the show and I'm going to go and whack the mic. Thanks a lot, dumbass. Um, <laughs> but we're, but then suddenly it's like I'm here with you on the, how I am on the show where I can just talk and I can just, you know, pull my string, snap that bitch off. It's going to keep going and going and going and going and going. Somebody wound that fucking pink rabbit up until oblivion. That's what happened. It's not the Energizer Bunny, it's the Die Hard Bunny, or whatever the shit, I don't know, it's the biggest battery I could think of. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's what I turn into. If you've listened to the show for any amount of time, you know that. But it, it's, but yeah, I, I, when, when I let you into my bubble, and uh, I consider you a friend, you can't shut me up, but if you're out there, I'm, nah, nah give me my little shield and a pokey stick and get the fuck away from me. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to know you. I really am not out there looking for friends. I'm not. And so I'm just, no. (laughs) So I think probably podcasting is for me has been that like thing where I've been able to invite people into my bubble because I don't have to meet you. I'm not, we don't have awkward interactions. It's very sporadic and, and, and oddly enough that we're make, that I'm making connections and making friends through the internet, which is normally really hostile and, and, and cold and everything. But gifts are a wonderful thing. <laughs> the gift game is strong with this one more because I like to make people laugh. And I usually have a, and there was another like comment thread where somebody asked, God, I can't remember what it came down to, but I think they were asking like, Hey, uh, quiet people and, you know, chime in. Oh, it was, it was Paul from, from varmints who we'll be talking about later, but he had basically, cause he is one of the moderators for, well, he's the moderator for the, uh, underdog podcasters group. And he was <laughs> saying, it's like, Hey, all you quiet people, the ones that don't chime in, you know, Speak up, say something, you know, why are you quiet or whatever. Just kind of, you know, announce yourself. And a lot of us chimed in. And I basically kind of said, I'm not a conversation starter. I just jump in if I see something I can contribute to. I was like that. I was like, either say something productive or I make a stupid joke. That's basically it. And I, I have a tendency with social media interactions to respond to things in silly gifts. Because why... there. A picture is worth a thousand words and a moving picture is worth a lot more than that. So I, and I think I've said this exactly before, but that's just my thing. I love, you know, make a, send a funny message because the little funny picture will express what I need to express. <laughs> and having my wife and I have had an entire conversations in text with just sending gifts back and forth. That's just what we do. But yeah, it's, it's again, I like to make people laugh. I'm as much of a dick as I am. I'm not a bad person. Weird, huh? But it's, it's, and I I kind of realized like I had the title for this show when the news stories for this episode came up, the title for the episode was set. I was like, I knew what it was. I had no fucking clue what I was going to talk about. I actually was planning on completely skipping this part of the show. I was like, yeah. So it's like, hey, thank you for this. And thank you for this. I've got a bunch of other stuff on the back end. So roll commercial. No, I, that, that was my plan. 
The, I, I'm forewarning you, this could be a longer show. Not a lot of news, a lot on the back end, though. But, yeah, I had no clue where I was going to go this week. And just realized, everybody was just saying how sweet and how nice I am. And, like, again, I've been doing a lot of uh, pushing and promoting. If you follow me on social media, you see I've been doing a lot of uh, promoting for the Sunshine Summit coming up. And just like Heather Welch, she's one of the sweetest people out there and she's putting this together and it is all about those connections, those friendships we're making, especially like in the podcasting world, especially that and like the, the connection between us, like when, when we, you know, connected online, we've just had this really great friendship. And because I, I'm, I'm excited to be a part of this whole thing. And so I've been trying to do the best I can to really promote it. I was like, I feel like as a, as a part of this uh, thing, I feel it's my responsibility to promote it much like the podcast share thing. I don't talk about podcast share as much. It's become very self-sufficient at this point, but I do make it a point every single podcast share, uh, person, whoever is uh, curating the account this week. Since day one, I share every single post. I share, I, I like and retweet every single post for podcast share that comes across. Like my phone pings all the damn time for, for things like that. It's like, nope, this is going out. Why? It's podcast share. The whole point is to get the word out and to, 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 uh, spread the word about these, these indie people and what they're doing, what they're listening to and, and all this. The more people that share it, the better. That's kind of the idea. It's podcast share. So I'm, I'm really like when it comes to supporting indie podcasters, that is my thing. I, I love supporting indie podcasters because I am one and I, God knows I could use more support. <laughs> like my, my podcaster friends, you know, support me, but I don't, I don't have a huge audience. I don't have a huge social media following because I still suck at social media. But I, I do what I can in my little bubble. And I think I, I, I forget who it was. I think it was uh, Lisa from I Shake My Head. And I basically said, you guys are the stars. I'm just shining my tiny little spotlight on you guys. That's what I do here. And so, yeah, I, and I've, and I've said before, I'm a better pimp than, than prostitute. I can't promote myself for shit. I can't. I'm just terrible at it. But I can tell you what I like and what I like about things. And I love, I love telling people about the things that I love. I love going out there and saying, fuck from the, my, the knives that I use and I'm going to get shit on. And I, if, if Matt or Nick are listening, yeah, I use Ronco knives. Yeah. I use the, the, buy this shit from TV. I use my Ronco knives. No, they're not professional grade chef's knives. But they fucking work for a guy at home that just needs good knives. That's all you need. They're good knives. I've had my set for fuck 10 years at least. No bullshit. We're looking at replacing them just because some of them are getting pretty beat. And we've lost some over the years. But anyway, knives aside. But I, I will tell people, I gave away, I gave like four sets of those things as gifts. I've, I, I, when I like a thing, I will tell you about it. 
that's what the whole end of the show is about. When I like a thing, I tell you about it. When, and it's like, it was, what's that joke? Uh, how do you know the vegan in the, in the room? Oh, don't worry. He'll tell you. <laughs> that, I, I'm not like that. I was, I'm not going to be the, oh, you know, I'm all into this, but it's like a, hey, I just found this thing. You should check it out. I really think you'll like it. Uh, you know, even like I, my, one of my brother-in-laws, dude is, is, head and shoulders above me when it comes to cooking dude makes shit and just comes up with shit like crazy and he has good knives he still likes the ronco rocker which is one of the knives that i have he likes that knife because it's this weird curved knife it's half serrated half straight edge it's got a good but it's a the the design of this knife is really weird but it's a very multitasker and it's very heavy and it's great for a lot of things and he likes it. And my wife likes it. It's one of the few that my wife will y- use. And it's, it's funny, but you know, things like that. It's like, he'll use my, my Ronco knife. Cause I was like, dude, you try this one. Cause he's seen it in my house. But yeah, I just like sharing the things I like. I, when I was for a short period where I was, uh, hawking fucking vacuums. I still stand behind the machine that I was trying to sell. I didn't sell a damn one because I'm a shitty salesman. More on account of it's hard to tell somebody to part, to part with $3,000. Yeah, $3,000 vacuum. I, even I have a hard... I can say it's worth every penny, but I can't justify the cost. I can't justify the expense. I can't spend that kind of money. I'd love to have one of those machines, but I can't spend that kind of money. Anyway. <clears throat> yeah, I, I'm... And I guess as, as spiky as I try to be here, I don't try to be edgy, but I don't hold back when I, how I feel about something. And so it's funny to me that I end up having this reputation of being a nice guy. And in that I'm trying, I need to get with, uh, Nick, uh, from restaurant and Epic film guys because coming up and I'm sure I, I need to see if he's got a, like a promo or something I can actually play. I'm sure he sh- he should put one together if he doesn't already, but something that I can run for. They're doing the live stream for The Cure, and I think I, I mentioned it last year. The live stream for The Cure, they're doing three days this year of uh, live streams and guests and games and all this for raising money for cancer research centers. I believe cancer research balls. I don't remember exactly the... But they're raising money for cancer research. <laughs> I will get back to you on that. But, and that's coming up in May. And I want to be part of it this year. Last year I watched, I, I donated. I want to be part of it this year, but I was like, how the, f- what can I do within this show? What part of, how can they do a block with me? And that's for that's like, fuck, what am I going to do? But I don't know. But I want to do, I want to do something for it this year. I want to contribute directly this year because it's going to, it's, it's just a great thing. And I, I love what they're doing and I want to help get the, spread the word and do more with that also. And that's coming up in May. So I've got time. And right now I want to focus on, on the Sunshine Summit and really getting, you know, the word out about that. But I, for, for a segment that I had not, had planned to skip, I've, gone on for way too damn long so i'm going to take a break get some more coffee and leave you with some potter and family promos and i'll be right back with some really weird news 
Should you eat that cake in the break room? What makes the ultimate office pet? Is the shuffling from the next bathroom stall a demonic rite or something far worse? On the Work Life and Balance podcast, you can find terrible answers to some of your most uncomfortable questions. Whether it's coming to work with late stage syphilis or staying on trend with pants full of angry raccoons. I'm Frank Eastman. And I'm Derek Lewis. Two guys who ought to know better on work-life imbalance. Find us at WLICast.com, on iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. With all the gaming sites full of editorials and fluff pieces, it can be hard to stay up to date on the news from the gaming industry. The Sometimes Geek Podcast is a quick and easy listen each week that covers the major headlines and the occasional review with thoughts from an everyday gamer. You can find us at sometimesgeek.com or on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. This is Stefan Cocking, producer of The Mole Man Show, and for some reason, you are listening to this boner-taming goblin farmer, I mean Adam Higgins, on the Surprise Motherfucker Network. All right. First off, let's get let's let's address the elephant in the room uh, coming out of this weekend at least. I guess I shouldn't say elephant. I should say the Black Panther in the room. Yeah, I think just about everybody, like except me, went to go see Black Panther over the weekend, and I I didn't go on and for any you know. In, like any sort of political reason or, uh, oh, it's a, you know, no, none of the hype or anything. It's just mostly I, I don't go to a lot of movies because I work and I've got four kids and my wife doesn't like nerd stuff. So she doesn't want to go with me to things like that. And my brother moved away. And so I don't have anybody to watch this stuff with and I don't have any friends. So yeah, there's that. So I, I don't want to be that schmuck that's sitting there all, you know, cause you seem like a bigger nerd when you're watching a superhero movie by yourself, right? So yeah. Anyway, <laughs> all of that aside. Ah, first twist of the day. Theater accidentally plays Fifty Shades Freed instead of Black Panther. Oh, yeah, this was fun. And Atlanta Theater accidentally played the finale of the Fifty Shades of Grey uh, series, Fifty Shades Freed, instead of Marvel's Black Panther over the weekend. After about five minutes of people laughing and complaining... Uh, the theater eventually got the movie switched. But, and you hear about this shit happening all the time now, especially with these big releases. Like, they are, you almost have to assume they're doing it for, on purpose. Because it's getting them attention. It's absolutely getting them attention. But it makes no logical sense. Like, y'all don't know where you're fucking, like, which movie is which on which screen. And I realized that, you know, when you got these big, Marvel movies, these big blockbusters opening that you, there's a lot of stress and all that stuff, but Mr. Projector Guy, you know where, what is supposed to be. How are you going to get those crossed? You've probably got, you know, in your, your 15 screen multiplex, 10 of those probably play Black Panther right now. 10 of them are probably playing back Black Panther. You probably got like 250 shades and then the other three are rotating between some like one independent movie and two kids movies. 
really that's probably it where you got like an independent movie like some really arty like oscar Beatty type of movie and a kid's movie that's what you got some shit that's been that's been hanging around for a few weeks that's what you've got but really i mean how do you mess that up but again, it seems to happen with all of these big releases, and it seems to happen more with like Marvel releases. And it always seems to be like some much more adult, like R-rated something, like Fifty Shades, which is just garbage films. But whatever, you know, it makes money because of the market. It absolutely, it's, it's you know, it's completely marketed to the people who, to the women who like the book. I don't say I'm not even going to say people, women who liked the books, because how many men if men read those books they read them as a gag or somebody said you know their wife made them read shit like that i'm sorry i don't even think gay men are gonna read the fucking 50 shades books i don't know where it's it's just a thicker fabio should be on the cover it's just a big trashy romance novel but it's not romance it's just a fucked up abusive relationship anyway uh 50 shades rant aside yeah, how do you? I don't. I don't get how you mess that up. You have one job, Mister Projector Man: put the right movie on the right screen, and you fucked up. And you put the absolute worst possible movie you could put in front of a Marvel audience. Oh, God, <laughs> that twist was for them. The next twist is for you. Drug dealer kidnaps nurses in order to vaccinate his neighborhood. Nice twist, huh? Uh, with an outbreak of yellow fever wreaking havoc throughout Brazil, one drug dealer actually decided he had to protect his operation. So he kidnapped two nurses and stole all of the vaccine he could find and then forced the nurses to vaccinate his entire neighborhood where his base of operations was. So, yeah, his his motivation was kind of shitty and his execution was still really illegal and this guy's apparently known to be a a highly dangerous like this is not somebody you want to mess with and you know granted he's a drug dealer who really wants to mess with a drug dealer in general terms but it's it's this guy again his motivation was shitty because he was motivated pretty much by i've got to make sure that you know where my drug operation is 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 safe well in order to do that he vaccinated the entire neighborhood which is great he did a great thing with really shitty execution for a really shitty reason but the outcome was an entire neighborhood got vaccinated for yellow fever because ultimately like it's a obvious like you're not running your drug dealing operation in in the big city, you know, lush area, you're probably in a, in a, in a poor area. And for all of their, Hey, we're going to send up, we're going to vaccinate millions of people. We're going to get this under control that the government in Brazil is trying to get everything under control. But the poor people aren't getting the vaccines. The rich people are getting the vaccines. It's kind of how it goes with vaccines. And so he's like, Nope, fuck this. We're in a poor neighborhood. I'm just going to steal the vaccine and a couple of people to, administer the vaccine and we're vaccinating this whole hood so that none of my people or anybody in my hood gets sick. Okay. So my business can just keep on functioning, right? I don't know why I got started talking like this because it's in Brazil, but I can't do a Brazilian Portuguese nothing. I I can't do that. Anyway, (laughs) 
You think drug dealing operation. I'm sorry. You're thinking, uh, and everybody out there, forgive me, but it's a blatant racist stereotype. You're thinking of a black dude in New York City. That's what you're, or you're thinking of a black dude in LA. You're not thinking of a, of a Brazilian guy speaking Portuguese kidnapping nurses. You're not. Sorry. Does them's the stereotypes. Anyway. And I don't have that voice. I can't do that one. All right. <laughs> Moving right along. I'm, I'm trying to fly through the news because I've, I've already rambled so much. Uh, let's see. Police capture inmate who escaped by switching places with his twin. Talk about an awkward family reunion. All right. Police in, per- <laughs> Police in Peru have finally caught an escaped inmate who had switched places with his twin brother. While being visited by his twin, the inmate sedated him with a drug-laced soda, took his clothes, and just strolled right out the front door. Uh, the police, when the brother woke up, he's surrounded by guards. He's saying, hey, what the hell happened? I just woke up. Where's my brother? No, I'm not the inmate. That's with my brother. I just came here to visit. And the police like are investigating him because he's like, no, my brother was the guy, not me. And he goes twins. And it's like, no, you're just trying to fool us to letting you go. It's like, no, my brother just escaped your prison, you dumb fucks. And they, you know, they fingerprinted him and it's like, oh, nope, this isn't the guy. Never mind. Turns out that when guests would visit this prison, they would stamp them. And as a result of this, the director of the prison and the guards on duty who were checking people in and out and all this stuff were all fired because, as said, escapee just strolled right on out the front door. Nobody checked his stamp. The stamp that says, you are an authorized visitor of this prison, which, you know, escapee did not have the stamp. His brother did. Like, yeah, he's stamped. He's His fingerprints don't match. This isn't our guy. Our guy just walked out the front door and nobody stopped him and nobody checked his stamp. So all of those people that fucked up all got fired. Good. Meanwhile, the new people had to find the fucking guy. And he, when they eventually caught him, he claimed that he was like, he needed to see his mom and handle family business. And I was like, um, really? You just ditched your brother in prison. And the, the police investigated the, the brother thinking it's like, oh, he's, it, he was an accomplice. They, they set this all up and he's like, fuck no. I think I'm going to kick my brother's ass. I'm like, I love him and all, but I'm going to kick his ass the next time I see him. <laughs> if I were a twin, fuck it. I'm not even being a twin. If my, my brother pulled some shit on that, not that my brother would ever be in jail, but. If anything ever happened with one of my brothers and any of the, I'd beat their ass. <laughs> Try and pull some shit like that. No, I would beat the shit out of my brothers and they would expect it and they would have to accept it. That's just the way we were raised. Sometimes you deserve an ass whooping. And if you swap places with your brother to get out of prison, you deserve an ass whooping. <clears throat> but yeah, now he's got to finish his sentence. At least they... As far as the story that I read, uh, the, the, you know, duped brother 
is basically getting off. They're, they let him go. It's like, no, he was not colluding with his brother. He didn't know what it was and all this shit. But yeah, that's fucked up. How could you do that to your brother? Seriously, what the hell? But all of that aside, uh, I don't even know if I could call this a twist. <laughs> it was just fucked up and I had to do it. <laughs> so maybe... Let's see, let's, how can I twist the, this week's Jackass of the Week? Uh, <laughs> woman cuts off finger and wears it on a necklace. Uh, yep, we're talking uh, weirdo body modification. And I can't even call it, this isn't body modification, this is body mutilation. Uh, a woman obsessed with piercings and body modification decided to chop her finger off with bolt cutters. And after she left it in her freezer for a year, she decided to put it in a little vial full of alcohol and wear it as a pendant because she thought it was cute. No. It's it's a finger in a bottle. And if, and if, if you're... I put the picture of her little finger in a bottle. And if you look at the show art, it's there, but it's small. But you got her little fingertip in the bottle on a chain. And you can see her little nubby. I think she like snipped off the tip of her pinky. It's basically like top knuckle of her pinky in a bottle. But she stuck it in her fucking freezer for a year, like sitting there on the fucking peas and the article repeatedly mentioned that it was sitting next to the frozen peas. As she cleaned out her freezer and found it, I'm like, the fuck, woman? The fact that she, and she'd been wanting to do it for like 10 years. What compels you to, what makes you think it's, you're going to, like, huh, no. Why are you, com- I, and I, you know, I, I'm not going to shit on body modification people. Not at all. Like, my sister and her husband both have their ears gauged. Uh, they've done, they've done like those suspension things where they hang you up by hooks. They've done a lot of things. There's been, I've, I've no problem with branding and tattoos and crazy piercings and all these sort of things. But I don't, I can't even, like, my brother in law even has a magnet embedded in his finger. So he can, because he's an IT guy and it helps him pick shit up easier and paper clips and little doodads and things. He has a magnet embedded in his finger. I'm cool with these things. But what the fuck compels you to just chop off a piece of your body and wear it as jewelry? Why? And why for 10 years do you want to do this thing? Why? Again, other forms of body modification are fine. You know, the, the, the lizard guy who split his tongue, fine. He's got all this shit embedded in his head to make him look like a lizard and he's tattooed like 90% of his body and all this. Fine. He didn't cut off his fingers. He didn't have, I mean, he didn't have shit really, he like severely altered his appearance. But he didn't cut some shit off because he thought it would be cute to wear as a piece of jewelry. The fuck, girl? 
She and she is all sorts of tatted up and like tons of tattoos and piercings and all these things. And I don't want to call, you know, again, pulling up stereotypes. But if you look at her, you can absolutely see if anybody were going to do this, she would do this. He's definitely not a kindergarten teacher. But I feel like that's the that's a line that I just don't understand. All other forms of body modification, again, scarring, branding, tattoos, piercings, embedding bullshit, the guy who got fucking whiskers implanted in his face, the, the fork-tongue lizard guy, all these things I get. Not chopping off your finger. Sorry, don't get it. Nope. I don't understand removing a piece of your body for... Because you think it's fucking cute. It's not cute. And apparently her boyfriend makes like little fucking hats so she can put little little hats on the on the jar. And it's so adorable. It's so cute. Oh, my God. No, you're all are fucking weird. Y'all are weird. I'm saying it fucking weird. Oh, my God. All right. Enough of that, weirdo. I'm going to take another break because I need to calm down from this and take one more promo break. And I'll be right back with this week's featured podcasts. Hey, my name's Paul and I'm not an animal expert. I'm Donna and I'm not an animal expert either. And together we do a podcast about animals called Varmints. Every week we pick an animal, do a bunch of research on it, and bring you some interesting facts about that animal. But we don't stop there. We talk about that animal in movies, TV, and other pop culture. And we talk about whether or not that animal would make a tasty dish, and how intelligent we think it is on the scale of 1 to 10. It's exactly like one of those fancy PBS nature documentaries. Except with more poo jokes! New episodes go live every Thursday wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Or you can visit us at BlazingCaribouStudios.com. <laughs> Varmints! Varmints! <laughs> Welcome to Film Roast. Hey everyone, Hannah here, the co-host of Film Roast, where two over-caffeinated and underqualified friends talk about all things movies. If you like film factoids, lots of sarcasm, and bad impressions, check us out on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You can also follow us on Twitter at Film Roast Show and like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash filmroast. Happy roasting! Recommended listening. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to be, I'm, I'm giving you three of the Sunshine Summit guests this week. But I'm going to be giving them to you in order, and I'll let you know when they're going to be uh, appearing through the week. Starting off with, on March 9th, or Friday, March 9th, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, Alyssa Lucas from Best Forevers, a podcast for kindred spirits. Now, I've, I'm going to admit, I did not, I have not listened to this show up until Yesterday, I started listening to this in order because I wanted to familiarize myself with these shows. Because, and I said last week, I've talked about, I've, I've listened to a lot of these shows. A lot of the guests that are on here are our previous recommended listening features. They are also friends, like podcast friends of mine. But I had not listened. I've, I've heard of this show. I just have not listened to it. And so I started listening to it. 
And I started off with a, an episode talking about the Lady Pod Squad, and, and she's doing a series on podcaster best friends. And I figured what a perfect way when I'm, you know, when that's kind of the focus of the summit is these friendships and these connections. And lucky for me, she in that episode, she featured Film Roast, Shamblefest. I haven't heard of Shamblefest, but also I shake my head with Lisa and Sam. Basically, all shows where best friends do a podcast together. And I, I'm really, I'm again, I haven't, I hadn't listened to this show before, so I was really kind of, hmm, and, and it's an interesting concept to me. But just I give you the the official synopsis of the show. Uh, Alyssa Lucas hosts Best Forever is a podcast for kindred spirits with the goal of starting a movement to love more on our best friends, bros and bosom buddies through sharing stories of friendship and talking about the most important topics to keeping those friendships afloat. And that's it in a nutshell. It is really just a show about friendship and, 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 kind of and and it's holding what makes these friendships and i like that she starts she opens the show with you know this is a show about best friends well where's my best friend why am i doing this show alone because it's about your stories it's not about her stories it's not about her best friend it's about your best friends and your best friend stories and what what makes them your best friend and all those sort of things and it's really great and again listening to the Lady Pod Friends episode, it was really cool because, again, I'm familiar with with Film Roast. I mentioned Hannah before, um, and again, I'm going to be talking about them later. Um, and and I shake my head with Lisa and Sam, and Lisa and Sam are great, and they are, are great pod friends of mine. And and so it, it was really cool, and again, and having that connection with them. But listening to them just tell their stories about how they became friends and how they started their podcast as friends and what their friendship means to them and how they keep things together. And it was, it's really cool. And just that it's basically, she's created this platform to share stories of, of love and friendship. And it's just a really cool thing. And I've, I've never seen, it's definitely an original idea because so many shows, like you talk about love, it's all romance. It's, you know, it's, it's, was it Sex with Emily? I think is the name of that show. Uh, you know, it's, it's relationship advice. It's how many places are you going to go where they're talking about friendships? I don't know of any. It's a little bit out of my, my circle, but I, I can't think of any other shows that focus on friendships. And when, you know, that's kind of what the Sunshine Summit is all about, is these connections and these friendships that you form. And so it's a great way to start the whole thing. Let's start a, a, a series about friendships by talking to a show about friendships. And you can find that at Best Forever's Pod. That's Best Forever's with an S. Bestforeverspod.com. All right. Coming up next, speaking of friendships, at 7.30 Eastern on Friday the 9th, we have Stephen John Drew and Stargate Pioneer from Better Podcasting. And I have heard of this show. I've heard of this show. I More specifically, I have heard 
of Stargate Pioneer from the very early days, you know, nearly three years ago when I got into podcasting and I started listening to the Audacity to Podcast and the School of Podcasting and Podcasters Roundtable and the New Media Show and all these podcaster shows, like these industry podcaster shows. And in every chat room and every live show, they say Stargate Pioneer. It's like, oh yeah, SP is here. I'm like, and it, yeah, you know, it's better podcasting. And Heather had mentioned that that was kind of one of her go-to podcasts about podcasting. And again, I, I heard Stargate Pioneer all over the place, you know, but I never listened to a show because I already listened to so many other podcasts about podcasting. I was like, I don't need another one. But again, wanting to be fair to these segments, like I'm going to listen to these shows. So I started listening to Better Podcasting the other day. And not only was I fortunate just because, you know, fate, I happened to listen to an episode where they were talking about Heather and the Sunshine Summit and all the places she's been. Uh, but I, I, I get why people listen to this show instead of others, because it is, it is really, it's like a, a podcast about podcasting comedy show. These guys clown around and joke and they deliver a lot of podcast industry news. They deliver a lot of information and good information, but they're funny as hell. And I've, and I said, when I talked about Dave Jackson, it's like Dave Jackson is a funny guy, but Dave Jackson is a funny guy in that he's just got a, a way of, of delivering a line or telling a story that'll make you laugh. Whereas uh, Steven and, and SP crack jokes and burn each other and they kind of bust each other's balls a bit and but it, all while delivering legit really solid podcasting information and news and tech advice and things like that but it's all focused on the hobby podcaster like me like most just about everybody that's going to be in as part of the sunshine summit we're all for the most part we're all hobby podcasters some of them make money. Um, you know, Emily from the story behind, she spun off. She has a production business now, but that's, you know, but ultimately her show is a hobby. And like so many others, I mean, and the rest of the guys were, were hobbyists and that's who their show is focused at. Whereas a lot of the other uh, podcasting shows are focused. They're, they're much wider net. They'll talk about, you know, the people who do this as a business. Those, the, you know, the audacity of podcast and school of podcasting. It's like they have clients and they have, they do have, you know, they talk to the guy who's starting a podcast to market his real estate business or whatever. They talk to that guy too. But it really, to me, it seems like, uh, better podcasting and they outright say it. It's for the hobbyist. It's for the people that for the most part are not, they're not making money on their show. They're probably losing money, but they do it because they love it. That's why we do this. And, but yeah, I, I get why people would listen to it. They're fucking funny. <laughs> that's just it. It's like, they have a show about podcasting. That's fun to listen to it. You, you learn a bunch of stuff, but you also have fun. They're just a couple of, it's a fun show. And they are part of the Gunna Geek Network at GunnaGeek.com. Gunna, I feel like I have to keep spelling things. Gunna, G-O-N-N-A, 
G-E-E-K, gunnageek.com. Last, but certainly not least, coming up, moving into Saturday, the 10th of March, at 4 p.m. Eastern, we have Paul Chomo from The Varmints Podcast, which I just recently featured. And congratulations, Paul gets a second plug. I Well, I guess technically it should be the third one since I talked about everybody last week. But, again, 4 p.m. Saturday, the, ni- the 10th, uh, Paul will be on. <laughs> what, what can I say about Varmints that I haven't already talked about? I mean, it's it's an education comedy podcast about animals, and basically a couple of animal nerds, and it's and it's fun, and you know, like I said, like I, I don't know what else I can say. I guess because if you haven't listened to that one, I should go through a bit more. But they talk about all of the little, all of the pop culture things. They pick an animal. They talk about all of those little, you know, the how do I put it. See, I was much more eloquent when I did this the first time and I could collect my thoughts about each particular show ahead of time. Whatever. But, uh, but yeah, and I, I, you know, I'm, is Paul going to be talking about varmints? I don't know. We're talking about friendships, but on varmints, him and Donna, who they've obviously got a great friendship. Otherwise he wouldn't still be doing the show after so long, but they talk animals. And they talk animals in a really silly and fun way, whether it's, you know, mating habits and, you know, what is the, the etymology? Where, where did they come from? How many are there? Are they endangered? Would you eat them? All of those weird, you know, animals in pop culture and, and all that. And they do all of that fun stuff every week. And my, I've actually been a part of that show once. And my boys are, have been a part, well, more because I was on, they, they recently played the clip that I had on this show with my boys when I featured varmints because they're awesome because they're just cool. So check it out at, and they are part of uh, Blazing Caribou Studios. All these people in their networks, they don't just have their own. Sorry, little, as, as somebody who doesn't have a formal, uh, my own domain. I shouldn't bitch, but they are at blazingcariboustudios.com and just click on the Varmint's logo with the little possum eating the microphone. You know what it looks like. It's it. What else could it be? All right. <laughs> wow. I'm actually, I'm, I'm under time. Wow. I expected to go really long. I think because I'm not as deeply familiar with all of these shows and I just recently talked about Varmint's. You guys basically got the cliff notes version of what I did last time. But because I just did it like less than a month ago. And, and again, there are some, some of the upcoming, uh, guests are people I've already featured or I plan to feature and like, Hey, guess what? You guys got fast tracked because it's, I'm going to time it out. But yeah, it's, it's, I'm really looking forward to the Sunshine Summit. It's something I've ever since, uh, Heather announced it. It's been just a, something I've been really excited to be a part of. Because, like I said, with the whole, I mean, the nature of the whole thing is, you know, uh, celebrating these connections and these friendships that we've formed. And for me, it's a, I have friends. And in this group of people that are going to be part of this, 
are a lot of my friends. And so it's, it's just a great thing for me. Just like when I saw that, uh, you know, jumping ahead to the end of the whole thing. But when I saw that like Gareth from Gareth's random ramblings was going to be part and I saw that Emily from story behind was going to be part of it. It's like, yay. And I'm almost jealous because they're not going to be at times that a, I can listen because I'll be working at the time. Or be like, what I really wish, I almost wish I could just co-host this whole thing with Heather because it's so awesome. And I don't do interviews because I, well, I generally suck with interviews, but in conversational stuff like this, but I wish I could just, I could share this whole thing. This is hers. This is absolutely all hers, but she and everybody keeps, everybody keeps making the things that I wish I could make. You know, I have the thought and I don't do it. And then somebody else does it. Basically, you know, podcast we listen to a podcast where you're interviewing podcasters just about, you know, themselves and just chatting is like, perfect. That's exactly me. Just having conversations with other podcasters because love to do that. But Jeremy does it and he does it very well. I'm not about to step on his toes. And I'm pretty sure if I tried to step on his toes, Dina would kick my ass. So, nope. But, <laughs> or even just something as simple as this with the Sunshine Summit, bringing all of these people together to celebrate the friendships that we've, we've made. I, you know, I, I admire Heather for putting this together because this is ambitious. It is, it is seriously ambitious. And to get all of these people to come along and to say, yeah, I'm, I will be part of this thing. Cause this is really a great thing. And I am, I am proud and excited to be a part of it. And again, I've been chatting with her more recently as things have been going and I've been doing more stuff, kind of really trying to push the, the event. And, you know, we, we kind of laugh because we're both kind of fangirling out and I'm going to say it, I'm fangirling out because before this, this will be the first time that we'll ever actually talk to each other. We listen to each other's shows and we chat on Twitter and stuff, but it's like, it, it's kind of like when I sent stickers to the pizza podcaster, he was like, wow, he's a real person. You know, he dudes, a, you know, a, I'm a big fan of his, he seemed to be a big fan of mine. I'm a, and the, these connections, it's, it's making them real that suddenly being able to have a live, you know, person to person, even if it's, you know, across the internet through Skype or Google or YouTube or however, being able to do that is it's really different than, you know, typing, you know, into your phone. So it's, I'm really excited and we're both like really excited about finally getting to have a normal, like a regular conversation. And like I said, I, for me, like a lot of these people are, are podcaster friends that in the same vein, never directly had a conversation with. I've chatted with Emily. I've chatted with Nick. I've chatted with Gareth. And a lot of these guys I've had, if you listen to uh, uh, Hello Life WTF or the pod stuff, I've chatted, I've gone into quite long, in-depth, deep chats with, with them. But I've never actually talked to them. It's not... Well, it's kind of the nature of podcasting. You have friends that you may have never actually spoken to or like directly spoken to or met ever. And that's just kind of the thing. And that's what this is all about. And that's why I'm so excited for it. 
again, I, I almost wish I could just like, I could be in there with like all for all of these. I was like, I want to talk to SP. I want to talk to Emily and Gareth and, and, and Lindsay and Perry and, and Nick and, and all of these. I, I want to talk to them all just as much because again, I'm, yeah, fangirling out <laughs> as much as I'd love to meet everybody. And of course, I'm I'm super excited, and Heather and I are super excited for our our chat. And she put a, a countdown timer with a time zone corrections and all this stuff on the website. So, but yeah, it's 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 just been as, as the event gets closer, I'm getting more and more excited for it. So, like with it as of right now, it's 17 days until the event, and it's it's going to be fun. And. So you need to check that out. And yes, I'm, I'm going to be vamping about this. I'll probably not vamp as much next week because I'm, I'm into this, this whole series talking about the Sunshine Summit. But yeah, I guess it fits this week with the whole everything is not what it seems. I'm, I'm, I'm being more of a sap this week. <laughs> I'm gushing about the summit, but I'm excited for it. And I really think it's, it's a fun thing. And after this is over, I'm going to be really pushing the, uh, the, uh, live stream for the cure for the epic film guys, because come on, it's raising money for cancer research and absolutely needs to be talked about. So I'm probably going to, I'm going to mention that every week. Uh, don't bitch. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I, I guess since everyone thinks I'm such a nice guy, I need to play up to it. But I've vamped for a while. <laughs> so let's wrap things up. You can get all the details of the Sunshine Summit, all the times, all the guests at sunshineandpowercuts.com slash sunshine summit 2018. And, of course, you can get all of the back episodes of this show and links to subscribe on your favorite platform at odddadout.blogspot.com, including the full recommended listening list. I will not be adding all of the guest things right now to that list because it's is kind of a different thing. It will, But there is a link there to the Sunshine Summit uh, list, so you can check all those out there. And again check me out on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, all at Odd Dad Out. And again, I'm still learning the Instagram thing. And yeah, the Instagram thing all feeds out to the Facebook thing and to the Twitter thing and all this stuff and the thing and the thing. But, you know, where you see some, that's, that's where I kind of, I've, I'm becoming more open. I'm showing you me or cracking dumb jokes or whatever. It's like a personal Instagram that I share my stupid shit with. <laughs> That's all I can do. <laughs> but check it all out. Have fun with that. Comment. Leave me a review on the Facebook page or in an Apple podcast or wherever. If, if you are so inclined. And, I, and I'm going to do a thing. So stay tuned. I'm going to do a contest coming up for the 100th episode because I'm trying to figure something out for that. But I think I'm going to run a giveaway for the 100th episode and it's only a month and a half away. This is 94. We only got six more weeks to go until the big 100. And I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to do a giveaway. It's it's only a, like a month and a half away. 
So stay tuned. Get on the, the Twitter and the Facebook and the, and the Instagram to wait for that announcement for what exactly I'm going to pull out of my hat for the 100th episode. But until then, thank you so much for, for joining me and putting up with my crap for the last hour. Of course, I am still Adam Higgins, the odd dad out. Thank you and good night. Because everything is not what it seems.